Hello, my friends. It's Andy Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com, harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel in every place in the world. We uh, love to hear your comments about the website. And actually, it is supposed to be a portal for people to learn about the Lord Jesus Christ, whether you're a seasoned saint or a new believer or somebody just even curious about salvation and the Trinity, whatever it may be. I uh, hope you find content that is of uh, benefit and that is edifying. It, we have articles and podcasts, our old podcast, and Bible resources, worship bands, pastors you may never have heard of. And uh, you could drop us a line in the comment section. We read all of those personally. If the ministry blesses you in any way, you can click the Donate Now button and partner with us. We would greatly appreciate it. And here we are for a what would be called a lunch and learn. Yeah. Because we're here right around, well, just after lunchtime. Oh, uh, maybe we should have done it at 12 when people have lunch breaks. Okay, so we're going to call it after lunch and learn? It, it's a siesta hour. <laughs> where most people may be sleeping. Is that why I'm sleepy? <laughs> yeah, we're on a little bit early today because today is the world-famous bell game, uh, which is a game between El Dorado High School and Valencia High School in Placentia. And they're like walking distance from each other, these two high schools. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and whoever wins gets this bell that was made by a, a parent some years ago. Do we still have the bell? We have the bell now we because we uh, killed them last year. So hopefully uh, we can In the rain. In the rain. It was, yeah, we almost got killed. We almost drowned. Yeah. <laughs> it was an amazing downpour that we were at. So that's, uh, so that's why we're on a little bit early today because we will be uh, watching our, our girls. Um, also make sure, um, uh, to add on to what Hedia had to say about our, uh, resurrect ministry is that while you're watching, make sure in comment, let us know what you think about the devotional, about, um, the scripture reading, yeah. maybe you need prayer for something, or you just want to ask us a, a question, make sure and just put it in the comments, whether it's during the show or after, while you're watching the replay, that would be great. Like, share, subscribe. And I always forget Hit to let, let you guys know that uh, wherever you're watching this, you may be able to watch it on a different platform if you prefer, because uh, we're right. We broadcast live on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, which is also known as X now, and um, Rumble. It's live on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, and then we have all our podcasting platforms. We're on Spotify and iHeartRadio, all that kind of stuff. So there's and no reason. And the Real Life Network. And the Real Life Network, uh, primarily. Uh, and so make sure and watch it there. <clears throat> One last thing is in the description, you'll see our sponsors. we got LifeWise. <clears throat> so go to livelifewise.tv, where you'll be able to go to the website <clears throat> and see the products uh, that uh, are offered by LifeWise. <clears throat> and then StreamYard, which is the platform we're using right now to broadcast out. Many of you uh, may want to uh, just let people know about maybe one of your hobbies or read another different devotional or talk to your audience about, uh, you know, uh, working on cars. Who knows? I know that there's a lot of different people using StreamYard. I was, was going to do a, my diet diary. You should. All the, the carnivore Christian? Well, that name's already taken. Oh. But since I'm not staying carnivore... I just thought I'd do a sun a goddess. Like, no, that sounds, all the, sounds, sounds like, yeah. that sounds a little Does it sound heathen. Good? Yeah. <laughs> just like my journey, you know, because it's been yeah. so wacky. Yeah. 
Well, anyways. Yeah, that would be good. You should do that. A distraction. No, no problem. All right. Today, uh, we'll be reading from Exodus. And so the reference is Exodus 33, 12 through 17 that we'll be reading through. And we are reading from A.W. Tozer, uh, Tozer for the Christian Leader for September 8th. And the title is God in Our Midst. Our midst. I really like Amen. that. I really do like that. Um, and the, uh, the, the snippet of the Exodus uh, 33, 14 through 15 says, And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us, not up hence. <laughs> that is so difficult to read. It is. I, I will get better. I, I've not given up on it. There was a time where I thought, you know what? I'm just going to read from the New King James uh, when I read this. But uh, I'm not. No, I'm going to read as it says. Don't give up. Blood. No, I'm not going to give up. So A.W. says, in what I have to say, I may not be joined by any groundswell of public opinion, but I have a charge to make against the church. We are not consciously aware of God in our midst. We do not seem to sense the tragedy of having almost completely lost the awareness of his presence. Revival and blessing come to the church when we stop looking at a picture of God and look at him, look at God himself. Revival comes when no longer satisfied just to know about a God in history. We need to meet the conditions of finding him in living personal experience. Modern mankind can go everywhere, do everything, and be completely curious about the universe, but only a rare person now and then is curious enough to want to know God. Oh, Lord, show me your glory. I don't want to be satisfied with just a secondhand picture of you. I want to sense your living presence with me. I long to know you. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Um, I think his audience is, is getting bigger when he says that he doesn't uh, know that his, um, his opinion is very, is very uh, common, at least when he wrote this back in the 20s. Or that it wasn't uh, appreciated. Yeah, because back then it seemed like you know, there were a lot more Christians who believed in God uh, back then than there are now, clearly. Yep, it's gone sure. way down. So he wrote this, I think, with today in mind. For sure. Especially. That it just continues to be on a decline. Right. Um, so I got a number of things to say. Yeah. Can I go? Oh, of course. <laughs> so in Moses's day and through all the prophets before the advent of the Holy Spirit, the, uh, Jesus Christ promising us the Holy Spirit, they had to basically beg for God's presence. So the Holy Spirit mm. would come and visit them, would either be oh. inside the tabernacle, right? Or... Yeah would come and visit them or fall upon them. And here Moses is basically begging like, Oh God, I love you. I want to see your glory. I want to see your face. Please don't send me where you don't go with me. What are we going to do? Because this is right after the creating the golden cow. Mm -hmm. He went left for 40 days and they created and worshiped a golden cow. So he's terrified that God will no longer be pleased with them. And God does threaten to leave them several times while they're in the wilderness. Right. Um, but so the amazing thing is that now, again, the importance of having the perspective of a triune God is that with the indwelling, with the acceptance of Jesus Christ as our redeemer, we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So God is always in our midst. Mm -hmm. 
how do we live out that reality? Because he's right. We usually are talking about God as, an, as if he's in a history book, that the Bible is a history book. And we beg, um, we, we communicate our prayers often like we're begging for him to come. Um, but he's already there. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is reorienting our heart and our minds to realize he's always in our midst and how would we behave as a result of that? And what should we be expecting out of life as a result of that? Yeah, it is a, uh, for me, it's a much bigger motivator uh, to talk to a, a living God that I, that is present, right? Than the even even only maybe five or six years ago, where I I probably struggled with that, thinking that God was in the past, right. that Jesus was a um, a a person a person from our from our history, a character from our history books. But that's the importance of trying of a, mm -hmm. the trying God, right? If we don't understand or accept or realize the importance of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, that is what God is. Of course. You know, like what it is in other religions is it's God's in some distant place. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's much like a, a police officer, you know, uh, going into a gun battle um, you know, an active shooter situation where your gun belt and your vest are still on the trunk and you, and that, that fear and that anxiety going to that, that active shooter position, you, you, you're going, wait a minute, I, I feel uncomfortable. And I'm, I, I'm a little bit right, fearful, so. right. <laughs> As opposed to having the presence of it all, having it on me, being, being warm and available to me. And that is the, the difference between having so the Holy true. Spirit with you and not in your past or in your trunk. Yes. Um, so you can, you can and he's understand why so many people are fearful because they don't have it. They don't, they don't have the, well, so some don't even have it and think they are right. Christians. <laughs> and then two, they have it and they don't uh, call it into their consciousness. They don't behave mm. that way. They don't realize that they have that spiritual power and covering. Um, and so it affects their actions. Right. And fix their just their mental state by not acknowledging his presence. Yep. I want to um, say hi to Darcy and Lisa. Hey. They're eating lunch together right now. Oh, nice. You guys, we are so bummed we uh, well, can't make we'll, it to just church. We'll talk about why that is after. Andy didn't let us go. Yeah. I, I, but we're really gonna miss <laughs> we're really gonna miss it. So I'm gonna talk about that in just a little bit. Um one other thing I wanna I wanna say before we get into Exodus, I um their uh, pastor Jack Hibbs on Wednesday had a special viewing of a Ray Comfort uh, new movie um, that uh, a lot of it had to do with uh, abortion, and it was amazing. It was a it's a fantastical documentary, but towards the end, there's also a little bit of street evangelism that goes on. I'm surprised that that's not the whole thing because that's his forte. Oh my gosh, this thing was amazing. Yeah, uh, Ray Comfort, although he was in it just very slightly. Uh, the other gentleman who was actually there at Huntington Beach Pier, which is an which is an awesome place to go because you have all types of people there. Um, just the the way that he was able to talk to these kids, most of them were young kids, about um, about Jesus Christ. I don't know how many he was able to bring to Christ during his talk, but there was at least six or seven on uh, at that part of the film that went oh. from essentially saying they you know they don't even believe anything 
and they, they hated him, God, to, I believe in God. Oh, and by they, the end they said that? Yeah. Wow. And, and I think for me, what, what was very powerful, I mean, I had tears was, watching it. I was like, I don't know. What was most oh, captivating? Ask me, it, I don't know. I mean, it was a lot. I mean, mo most of it had to do with a loving God who is here now with you because he loves you oh. and he wants the best for you. And regardless of where you've been or what you've been through, he can be the one that you can count on. Because nice. one girl, she had been abused and, and had some bad things happen to her. She had had an abortion and she didn't think she would, was worthy um, and that she was ashamed of the fact that she had the abortion. And so she she struggled with 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 God because of, you know, the decision she made and that he would never uh, accept her. Um, but the way that he was able to bring it around and say, you and you have the wrong. He's here with you now, regardless of all that. Yeah, and I think that was the that was the turning, that was the thing that that really got the ones who decided that they were going to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, wow. was that He was able to show them that He is here now, and present, and uh, and in those times of loneliness that He is with you, wow. um, and and in despair, um, it was it was very very powerful. That was uh, the abortion stuff was fantastic, uh, and I and I love the different tools that they gave you in that. Um, and the discussion that he had with all the different people in the in the movie, but that part of it really, for me, was was awesome. I thought that was pretty good. But it has to do with understanding that he's present today. Yes, that he's not a a, a figure from the past or a character of any sort. So I thought that was that was really really good. If you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and watch uh, Wednesday's uh, service for Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, uh, which would be what September sixth, September sixth for Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. Um, Oops. Yeah. So uh, how about reading Exodus 33, 12 through 17? Sure. And again, this is after the um, the Israelites had started worshiping the cow because Moses was gone for 40 days. And um, this is uh, Moses talking with God. Then Moses says to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up these people. For you have not let me know who you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name and you have also uh, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. I love that he says that, I'll give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except if you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. Mm -hmm. So what I love about this is it tells the secret of why the Israelites were special to God. It is not because they were circumcised. It was not because of their blood. It was because of the presence of the Lord. That's what made them special. That's what made them God's people. And so Moses is pleading with the Lord, like, don't send us into a nation by just saying, okay, yeah, go have fun. It's your land. Because if your presence does not shine on our face and exhibit in our lives, it's worthless. Uh, it is, you know, that we're going to be just like everybody else. What distinguishes us is your presence in our midst. And as we were talking earlier, this struck me that this is exactly the plague that's hit the United States is that 
we no longer represent a people from whom God's presence is visible. <laughs> because I really do believe that was the case, you know, maybe starting 70, 60, 70 years ago when it progressively started to decline. But it's when God's presence isn't um, visibly and, and notably seen, um, you look like everybody else. You just right. start to decline, you start to fall for dumb things, you start to do dumb things, um, and you no longer represent that majesty and grace of the city on the hill. And therefore the, the, the larger uh, population begins to look all the same. Yeah, I mean, you, sure. you, can't, you, you can't look at Canada and England and other European countries and really discern a difference between them all. Why, they, why should we? Right. You know what I mean? It's just climate. Right. And, and accents. Same thing with Washington and Oregon, you know, in, in most of California. Um, there's this, uh, the sameness and then the oddity of um, us here in Chino Hills, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, stands out. I mean, it's so easy. You know, yes. we're, we're a target because we stand out amongst the, the population. Um, the school boards like Orange Unified School District and uh, Temecula and uh, Chino, Chino Valley and uh, uh, Placentia Belinda, not as much. We're, it's it's odd. <laughs> um, and the, the other ones are, get, are are seem to be larger targets. Um, we got probably because there's more liberals. We 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 actually we have to. We're kind of blessed that we are in this little island uh -huh. of your Belinda, and uh, and even most of Placentia, I would say, um, which are we're two neighboring cities, where we I think we have a, an abundance of conservatives and conservative Christians. God. that uh, it doesn't stand out because there's not as much yelling and screaming as there used to be. For we sure. were the first, that's for sure. Pioneers. And then the other ones began to follow. So I think they are now where we were two or three years ago. Makes sense. They, 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 they saw oh, But they've already had successful elections. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they still are having difficulty with, the, with a, yeah. a large number of, of people who hate God, um, hate the idea that there's only men and women, um, they are still bent on the sexualization of kids. And the uh, Fox is doing a whole special on the AG's fight against California. Oh, really? You should watch that. Yeah. Um, what's the lady? I have to watch Foxy. Uh, the lady who does, is it uh, Outnumbered? The African-American lady? Oh, she's great. Um, she's doing a special. I think it's at like 7 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, yeah, she loves God. She's pretty. I, I, what's I her like name? Her. Faulkner. Uh, yeah, Harris Faulkner. Uh, you know, there's a few of them on there. And... Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't not watch. There's, I don't watch as much. Right. Uh, there's just a few select people. I, I, I do love Jesse Waters. He's funny. He's really good, but he doesn't care much. He, he won't be on there very long. I don't think so. <laughs> Him and Tucker will have to hook up. Um, but yeah, I mean, but but standing out is the thing that makes the difference between one church and the next. Uh, a, a a a a Christian who. Uh, trust in God uh, and they don't they don't mind sticking their head out of the foxhole yes and I think that that's the the idea that God is going to protect them with 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 God who's going to hurt you what man has the power against you if God is for me who can be against me oh yeah that's a really good saying where's that from Bible oh. <laughs> um so yeah I love this today so um Talking about today, since Lisa and Darcy are on, and I'm sure other people will, were probably saying, wait a minute, did you just say you're going to be at a football game tonight when Just Church is 
is happening tonight and you yeah, told you, us all you, to go you better explain and yourself. you said you were going to volunteer and all this yes but that's before we realized and we probably should have looked at the calendar uh <laughs> that we um have this bell game thing um and and i don't i don't know that i need to justify myself i just think people need to understand where we are coming from as is uh, parents that our kids um, two of them are, are cheerleaders, and this is the one time JV is on the field with varsity, with varsity cheering at a football game. It's uh, my daughter, Hedia. Uh, uh, it's my daughter, Ray's first time. She's a freshman. And then our daughter, uh, Zara, uh, who is a junior, and she will uh, be performing. Yes. And she often says, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm just going to be speaking for myself. She will say, Andy, you're coming to the game, right? And um, that's powerful for me because I'm not her birth father. Right. And, uh, and, and the only father she's ever known. But and we've only been a, a family for you know, about three years. So um, that that weighs heavy on me, uh, in addition to my daughter who being a freshman and her going. Um, but even more so is that I told myself when I became a parent that I was not going to be put my kids in the situation that my parents put me, and again, I don't want to demonize my, my parents, you know, here, just that they did not see me perform really any sports. Yes, they, were too, they were always too busy. And I was, and I thought all the way to my senior year and going into college, I still looked into the audience to see if that was going to be the day they may show up. I remember I was at CIF. I was, uh, you know, I was supposed to and you would yeah, tell them about deal. it? Then you would oh, give them the logistics? Well, I, I showed them newspaper clippings that said, you know, that I was ranked number two in the state of California. No, like when a game was? Yeah. Like, okay, it's the competition is Today's CIF. I'm, it's, it's Cerritos College. I'm I'm competing against the best of the Aww. state. And then, no, then nobody showed up. Not even mom. My brother showed up after I, it was over. He goes, oh, oh did I miss it? <laughs> yeah, you missed it. Um, but um, that, that just, it, it was, it's so... It's stuck in my core that when I'm given this situation, if at all possible, I lean in to the, the situation with my kids. And we wouldn't have done it for any game because as you mentioned, it's a special game. Yeah. Um, it's the biggest game of the year and the, our JV cheerleaders will be with this, with the varsity cheerleaders. And it's like a big deal. And you're right. It is, it is memorable for the kids. I specifically asked Sarah if she cares if we're going to be there. And she first says, no, no, no big deal. I don't care. And then she later says, wait, why? Why aren't you coming? <laughs> Which and is not her way just of church. being like. <laughs> just church. And, um, and then a couple other things began to happen. We, you know, and I look at it and go, well, it, it really isn't, this really isn't meant for us. So now am I, am I justifying not going? Probably. Maybe. But uh, it's for people that are not connected with the church. Yeah. So I didn't want to take up a seat. Yeah. Because it may be sold out. But then on Sunday, we go to sit down. You, I think, went somewhere talking to somebody, praying over somebody, as you normally do. And I was sitting there next to our friend Larry. Uh-huh. And uh, I brought it up to him. I said, oh. We just realized that we have uh, this this football game that our girls are going to be cheering at, and uh, he goes, "Well, you're going to that, aren't you?" And I go, "I go, what do you mean?" He goes, "Well, it's your first ministry." It, 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 you know, that's what he said. 
Sure. He said, that's your first ministry. And uh, I go, yeah, but we already said we volunteer and now they hand out stuff. And then he goes, and he kind of gave me that look like, okay. <laughs> oh, and it, it, that was it. That was the final. When you asked me again, yeah. I just said, you know what? It's it. Larry's fault. Yes. Larry, Larry made me change my mind. I, I, um, and I, I think I, it was, what's strange for people is that you the, unless you know us um, or you've heard us before, you wouldn't know that our kids are young still. So it's not like our kids are 22 and this is like their 452nd game. Um, our kids are still young. So uh, it's we just yeah. felt import, important to um, be there for them. And just like any other kid, and, and they're even used to us being there all the time, they still look up into the stand to see us yes. and smile and give, make weird faces. You know, it's so funny. Yesterday, um, you know, I, I, I take pictures of uh, of the kids because yes. I got this big awesome. fancy camera that costs more than our house. Yes. And um, so you better get good use out of it to justify <laughs> it every time we all see it. Yeah, and uh, you think they're so uh, they're so funny. So Did the, they pose the girl, no, yeah, well, I uh, I'm there, and first of all, before the game, I think it was the night before, they said you're going to come take pictures, aren't you? Like, like how you, you're, you're not going to you forget, work. right? You have, you have to be there. You have, a, you have a duty. And then I get there and they said, and then now they're in front of their friends. Oh, why are you taking pictures of us? What? Yeah. yeah. No, that couldn't have been Zara. Uh, she said, don't take any bad pictures. Don't take any bad pictures. She goes, why, why are you taking a picture of us? When we're, when, tell us when you're taking a picture. Like now she's ordering me around. <laughs> so Zara's ordering me around. Ray's oh, going, no. stop taking pictures of us. Oh. Go, right. And I want to say, you guys ungrateful uh, yeah but they're in front of their friends so they got to act like uh you know not it's not that big of a deal like how dare you oh and then they, they get home and go you get some good pictures right? see? and they okay, sit in front of the, on the computer going through each one of the pictures <laughs> knuckleheads all right what does lisa have to say oh. lisa says totally agree the children's milestones celebrated in the now can never be replaced oh thank you lisa you walk with christ is not going to be negatively affected by missing tonight's <laughs> event <laughs> i venture to say that it'll be positively impacted thank you i think i think jesus looks down and says all right you're doing good uh, but it is hard not to be there it really is. I think about it all the time. Like, gosh, I, I'm just afraid of what Sunday's going to feel like when everyone's going to be like, oh my God, you guys there on Sunday? Like, I didn't see you. Like, oh my goodness. How are we going to be able to show our faces? That <laughs> is. That is the one. But again, it's not for us. It's not for any of these other people that we, that we talked into going. Yeah. But I'm glad they're going. I'm glad you're going, Lisa. I'm glad, Darcy, everybody's going. I got my whole Bible study group, too. I told them, you guys better be there. I'm going to be there. And now they're, now they're all planning who's going to drive. Uh, and I haven't said anything to them that I'm not going, but I better break the news to them. They won't be there. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they don't have kids in high school anymore. So they, they, Yeah, everybody's they kids have moved on. Yeah. They're not young like us. Yeah. All right. All right. Anything else, Schnooks? I think that's it. We got the big game today. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go. I remember two of our main players, especially our, our, oh, our running our back, star. he's out, our oh. star running back. Yeah, our, our JV team won big yesterday. I think they skunked them something like 49 to nothing or something like that. So Nice. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And happens. we'll go back to the devotional for a second about God's yeah. presence is just um, trying to stay in that mindset of remembering that the Lord's presence is in us and with us and how our lives can be transformed by that reality. So whether it's my new prayer, the, um, 
uh, every morning is, Lord, I just, I want to be used by you and I see how you want to move on the earth. May I be a vessel um, of your kingdom today, however that may be, so that I expand um, the way in which I see the Lord, not just a direct conversation about the gospel, but however it may be, whether it's saying a kind word to somebody who's sad or um, being good to our children, whatever it may be, that I just be of use to, to him and to the kingdom each and every day so it's strange to say that the the gentleman who was the street preacher in the in the movie he what he was then later interviewed by jack on stage at church oh, okay and he talked about how every morning he wakes up and he stands in front of the sliding glass window and uh raises his arms to jesus to jesus and says use me today use me i want to know that i'm available for you to use me today i don't want to sit around and do nothing or something nice. like that that does is pretty funny I love uh, it. But uh, maybe so, next time you hear me. So tell God to use you today, <laughs> folks. You hear me yelling from downstairs in my boxers. Right. Hey, and uh, Lisa Darcy, remember <laughs> to chit chat with people around you. Um, maybe you will be the reason yes. that somebody goes back to church uh, tonight. So God bless your efforts. So let's pray for a minute, too. Yeah. Uh, dear Lord, we're so excited uh, to see what you're going to do in and through um, our community at Just Church tonight, uh, through Pastor Jack Hibbs and all of our friends and family and loved ones and people we don't even know that are going to be there seeking you, Lord. Uh, the mission was to bring those that are far from God back to God, Lord, and we hope all your sons and daughters hear your voice. Your sheep know your uh, hear your voice and they and they know it, Lord. And so we we pray that this that they come running back to you in a powerful way, Lord. Um, please anoint our sisters, uh, Lisa and Darcy, with um, the Holy Spirit power that they will recognize those in need, people that need a kind word, uh, be able to witness to people, um, invite them back to church, and to just be a blessing, um, not only for themselves, but for those around them. Lord, we love you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we ask all things. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends. Have fun. We love you guys. Bye. Take care.